Man, he can go. He did a much better job at the podium yesterday in keeping his answer short, pretty quick. Let's move on to the next question. I saw the time left on the interview and thought, huh, because Tyler does say, one last question, coach, and just ask about the comparison to 99-2000, the close games in 99 Brent did answer that and answered it pretty quickly. And then, man, that is a dude. It's different than last year at Media Days. Last year at Media Days, it was a lot of generic answers. It was a lot of um, intentionality and competition and and the words that uh, Brent loved to throw around last year. That's a dude that knows his team now, that's comfortable with his team, that knows where guys fit in on his team, knows who's competing where. I don't know how many names he threw out there. All the way down to the kicking team, he just started going on guys, <laughs> naming names. And I kept I kept going to raise my hand to signal Drake because I knew we're running way over here. All right, well, Drake can jump in right here. But there was no breath there, Drake. It was, there was not a pause. You could have cut him off, just completely cut him off. But when he starts naming names like that, you're like, okay, where's he going here? And we had to just let him keep going. But we both off the air were sitting here laughing because we all thought, all right, here's where he's going to stop. And obviously this rest of this clip is Tyler wrapping it up or Uh something. It was not. It was Brent. It was not. It was not. Uh... Biggest thing uh, coach needs to work on going into the 2023 season, my opinion, <laughs> clock management. Radio clock management? Yeah, that's right. Uh, radio clock management, coach. That's your next goal. Uh, no, it's great. It's great. No, he's, he's, he's different. He's completely different than he, what he was last year. Like I said, it's no. a guy that loves and uh, knows his team inside and out yeah. now and is just comfortable where he's at. The thing that you love about hearing him talk to is how – it's impressive just how excited he is about this job, yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, there's there's very few people that you hear talk like that and talk so glowingly with so much energy for that long about what it is that they do. And uh, it, he's, he's just awesome. And it's easy to see, you know, everybody knew what – they were getting in Brent Venables as far as a football coach, like X's and O's because mm-hmm. of his time here, because of his time at Clemson. But the the unknown entity for everyone, at least with the decade of him being removed from the OU program, right, is the the type of energy that he still had that he had when he was here. With, like, everybody saw Like, he's him. a decade older, and he's still yeah. got it. Most people don't have that, especially in the coaching industry. It beats you down. Yeah. You become it, a different person. Everybody saw the get-back coach that they had, basically, when he was at Clemson. The snarl yeah. I mean, everything like that. But him still having that, being a year into the job and everything, because, I mean, bigger jobs like these can – that have this type of weight on you can really wear you down. Especially and, after having the season that you had. Yeah, going 6-7 and seven mm-hmm. at a place like Oklahoma can definitely wear you down. But him still having that energy and bringing that yesterday, that it's it's awesome to hear, regardless of how long he talks. I mean, 
he's he's just awesome whenever he gets his opportunities. Oh man, he can go on some answers though, man. He he can and he his energy is infectious. So I can see how his team wants to run through a wall for him because like the the positivity that he has with everything, just life in general. I mean, he went into the marriage advice for for Parker, which, by the way, Drake, uh, a lot of the same advice I would give. And guess who does all of those things? I do. Katie does. Happy all. life, happy all. wife. Uh, I think laundry. it goes. I, I think it goes the other way around. Happy wife, happy life. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I leave the little notes still, Drake. I do little surprises. I do the laundry. I'll fold her clothes. I do not put her clothes away because when I've tried to do that, she's got a system. Twenty plus years in you being together, I still do not understand this system. <laughs> and I try to be sweet and put the stuff away, and then she's like, "Why is this here? Thank you for doing this." But and then she starts rearranging everything that I've just put away. So now I just fold it and leave it for her, and she's very happy that it's just folded and, and waiting for her when. She comes from from work or wherever it may be, but uh, great advice to Parker, young Parker Thune, who will be getting married, uh, boy, in a month? Less than a month. It's like three weeks away yeah. now. You'll he, be on vacation. You're not going. I'm not going to his wedding, no. I planned a vacation so I didn't have to go. Yeah, uh, that's that's the <laughs> that was the order of operations. There. Actually, uh, the vacation was planned before I think he knew the girl, so... I mean, that's how quick his relationship's gone here. Uh, I, I'm exaggerating that's, that's a little bit. a little bit, bit of I'm exaggeration. A, I'm exaggerating a little bit, but it's been a pretty, uh, uh, you know, it's been whirlwind for It him. was within, um, it was before they set a date for sure. It might have been before they were engaged. <laughs> it might have. Because uh, it was what, March-ish that you had this? This uh, extravagant cruise uh, that you've got planned? We found out about it in December. It was booked. Okay. So, maybe January or February. So it, yeah. it we might need to, to uh, get specific <laughs> on dates on this then because it, it could be uh, that for him, he had not met uh, young Rebecca yet. So. Right. Uh, <laughs> good advice, though, Coach. And, uh, yeah, good energy. He did much better. I saw a ton of stuff from Brent yesterday. He did much better at keeping his answers short and simple throughout the day. And on a lot Now, a lot of that could have been heavily edited down. I don't know. But I think there was a comfort level when he saw the uh, – he was on with the, the ref and the Homa Sooner fans and yes. knew those guys. And he's just like, oh, I'm just going to go here. Yeah. <laughs> At that point of the day, because locked in, he was on obviously between two and three. There may have been someone standing there, like pointing at their watch to him, like, Coach, the plane, we've got to go. Well, We're- that person would typically be Hauk. And, <laughs> uh, it, like, Mike is very good about trying to make eye contact with uh, whoever the talent is first. Yes. As far as like kind of pointing to his watch type of thing, <laughs> so he doesn't have to do it to coach and not rush him. I'm curious if it got to that point. I I think with their process at Big Twelve Media's, I don't think that radio is one of the last media responsibilities that they have. As far as 
local media, but I think that they might still have some Big 12 responsibilities after that. So I don't know that necessarily <laughs> he would have had to leave for the plane just yet, but there might have been something else that they might have needed to take him to. So I, um, other th- uh, yesterday, there was nothing I saw that came out from any other coach in the Big 12. Like anything that jumped out nationally that anybody ran with, nothing that even the local guys down there covering it. Uh, Matt Campbell, I saw his press conference only because he was the one before Brent and I was getting ready to record the audio and get that ready for Steely and everything for his show because Brent was like kind of crossing as Plank was inning and Mike was starting. So um, other than that, the coaches were very quiet yesterday. Like nothing that ruffled any feathers. I saw Brent took some heat nationally for some comments that he made about Oh, I think Oregon took it as he was taking shots at them, and 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 he mentioned a couple of games specifically of like at least we didn't lose to, you know, Florida State by this and somebody by this, and then I saw some fan bases jumping on like, hey, don't you remember losing to Texas forty nine to nothing? So, and I don't think Brent was meaning anything by uh, a couple of those comments about some of the close games that they were in and other teams getting blown out. I think he was just meaning we were we were close, and if we can flip that narrative of that script just slightly then those all turn to win so but other than that pretty quiet from the coaches it was it was Tim Weiser that everybody kind of jumped on yesterday and uh, his comments and we'll, and we'll get into that later this hour if you missed what he said basically I mean he went straight stand-up comedian uh let's take shots at at Texas specifically Oklahoma, he was a little nicer about, but basically said uh, they're Texas as you know what and just ran with Texas. So kind of a strange approach by him. So we'll hear from uh, from him a little bit later on. But other than that, the coaches themselves, no Gundy. It's funny. Brett Yormark's comments on day one, Tim Weiser's yesterday, they want to act like the other programs in the Big 12 are on the level of OU and Texas, but everything that came out of the last two days had some type of tie to those two programs. Any big news, any talk nationally, yesterday it was all the, the Bedlam situation and Mike Gundy's comments and what he had to say about uh, continuing to play Bedlam and some of what your Mark had to say about the the recruiting and well, they haven't been into the Big 12 championship game in a couple of years. And then yesterday with Weiser and even and Brent was the one that got the national stuff yesterday and everything that he basically said, being positive or whatever it may be. So, good luck, Big 12. I mean, keep taking your shots. And especially high-ranking officials that probably shouldn't conduct themselves in, the, in that way. Keep doing those things. Um... But I think reality is going to hit you pretty soon. That there's not a lot of relevance once those two programs leave. Yeah, I mean, there's going to be a stark contrast once you are settling possibly for UConn and Gonzaga as the teams that you add back into the conference. That's not to say that TCU can't have a year like it had last year, make a run at a national title game, get a playoff spot. Especially with the expanded playoff, they're going to get teams in. But don't think that you're going to be in the news 
and be in high profile of situations when those two programs are gone. Quit acting like everybody else is basically on their level because they're not. Yeah, I mean, the thing that the Big 12 will continue to be in the news when OU Texas leaves, but it's for all the wrong reasons. Uh It is going to be because, all right, who is it that is going to be left uh, to take up the auction left in the room with the Big Ten and the Mm -hmm. SEC? Right. Because it's not going to be five anymore. It's probably going to be three conferences that are going to be the three big powers in college football after – this exodus that OU and Texas are going to make to the SEC and UCLA, USC to the Big Ten. So who is it that's going to be that third conference? Is it going to be the Big 12? Will it be the ACC? All signs point to it not being the Pac-12. So yeah, that's going to be the narrative for the Big 12 moving forward. The question is, the is there a third one after that? Or well, is it all just Big Ten and SEC? And that's that's the other question. Do teams like Florida State and Clemson, do they just join the SEC eventually? Or do they join a Big 12? Do some of the Big 12 teams join the ACC? I, right. Yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's going to be all the wrong reasons that the Big Twelve will be in, or or your mark is doing some splashy thing that's kind of out yeah. of left field and mm-hmm. or weird. Or as you and a texter mentioned yesterday. He's moved on to another job. Yeah, he's, he he he's seems like this, a guy that is constantly interviewing. Built for his this next to gig. jump onto the next thing, yeah. right? So, we'll get into all of that. We'll hear from uh, Tim Weiser. We'll read your text next segment. We've got pet of the week coming up later. We've got a daily draft coming up at eight oh five. Sports logos. If you would like to jump in on the phone lines, four oh five team logos. Sports, sports themed team. logos. Team, not theme. Uh, team logos. You're confusing me, Drake. Aren't sports logos the same as sports team logos? No, we talked about this yesterday. Nike, Jordan brand. Oh, I got you. I got you. Huh. Like, you can't take the Major League Baseball logo. Correct. It has to be a team. Right. Yes. I'm not confused anymore. Okay. You confused me for I, a I explained it enough for you, Greg. <laughs> That's right. That's awesome. That's coming up at 8.05. Brought to you by Carter Jennings Law. TJ and Drake in for Toby. T-Row in the morning show. Back after this. Sound off any time of day on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet in Blanchard, USA. Welcome back. Hour two on this Friday. McGriddle and turkey bacon with you this morning. Yeah. Good did morning. you have a McGriddle today? Huh? Did you? Have I a- didn't. I did not. That's know. two days in a row, Drake. I know. I told Toby this was. Gosh. I think. I think that I filled in uh, previous to yesterday, obviously, for you before uh, most recently than I did for Toby. No, that's not true. That's not true? Well, because he went on vacation. We had the July 4th break, and now he's on vacation again. I haven't had a day off in there that you would have been in for me. I haven't been gone since Washington. Washington. And that was in? That was in June. Was that June or May? Either way. It was June because he was in... Maybe it was in May. Yeah. Either way, so you had either one while way, I was Either gone. way, it, it, I said that I might be losing that privilege because huh. now every morning for breakfast I have a 
smoothie. So smoothie, you could have a McGriddle smoothie. Just bring your smoothie well, machine you up and here. You and I talked about drop the... a McGriddle in it, smoothie it up, yeah. and then drink a McGriddle. That, that sounds really quite <laughs> disgusting. It's gonna come. There's gonna come a time in your life you got to do that anyway. You and I talked about uh, the smoothie breakfast routine that I've been doing for a while. So yeah. Um, yeah. this hour of the T Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by Black Thunder Roofing. They're locally operated in Norman and Edmond. Visit BlackThunderRoofing.com or give them a call at 405-473-8028. They can get you a free estimate today for any of the storm or hail damage that you might have had recently. They also serve the Shawnee, Yukon, and Mustang If you've got areas. leaks, you would know it at this point. So if yeah. you've got some leaks on your roof, let them, let them know. They'll help Absolutely. you with that, too. They'll be able to help you out. Uh, they even serve down into the Purcell area. So Black Thunder Roofing, they're your local roofer. They're Angie's Super Service Award winner four times. Four times now. Uh, Black Thunder Roofing can do it all. They're your one-stop shop for a contractor for all of your storm damage needs. That's BlackThunderRoofing.com. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Um, Drake, be quiet. I just saw that one come in. Just stick to sports writing. You do a lot of sports writing, Drake? I guess not. <laughs> I don't even know that. I, or I guess hey, I do. Hey, shut up and know your role, uh-huh. sports writer. Uh-huh. I didn't even know you were a sports writer, but uh, that's information to me. Interesting. Interesting. Um, hey, calm down, Victor. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Richard uh, out of the 580. I'm trying to figure out uh, the name origin here. If it's The Richard. Uh, if it's an unflattering one or not. I don't but, know. Uh, the Richard, he just uh, sends in the quote from uh, Brent that said, Lewis Carter is an assassin. He don't know what he's doing yet, but he can run and hit. Sometimes that's just good. Yep. Just not knowing what you're doing, just run and hit people. That's hit right. them hard, knock them to the ground. That's Sometimes that's all you need to do. Uh, out of the 210, San Antonio, Texas, by the way, TJ. Uh, I hear a coach that you had absolutely— to have looked that up. You didn't know that off the top of your Well, yeah, head. it shows, shows you right there. Look at it. It says right there, San Antonio, Texas. Oh, uh, how about that? How yeah. about that? Uh, I hear a coach that absolutely owns this program. He's impressive. Yeah, he, um, that's, I, that's it. I mean, that's the comfort level now he's yeah. at compared to last year at this point in, at Big 12 Media Days. Absolutely. Uh, we did get a winner for our tickets, as you said, right before the top of the hour yes. for the Cardinals. Congratulations tickets. to uh, Michael, Michael out of the Lawton area. At least it's his phone number, so – uh, safe travels if you're not already up in the Missouri area right now. Yeah, a few others of you missed out on that. Um, tried to get in on those Cardinal tickets. I have more coming up in the uh, next few weeks, so uh, just stay tuned. Elite Roofing, we've got more tickets uh, with them coming up with the St. Louis Cardinals. Morning, Drakey. You guys are doing a great job while Toby's gone. What do you think about this crazy weather? The thunderstorm last <laughs> night really scared my dog, D.D. Westbrook. Wow, his dog's named D.D. Westbrook. You didn't know that? No. Yeah, D.D. Westbrook. Does your dog get scared of storms? Have a good day. Um, My dog does get a little bit nervous around storms, but usually it's like the bigger thunderstorms because she has the expectation, TJ, as you know, one of the things that I typically do whenever there's like tornado threats, I come up to the station right, because there's a storm the shelter safe, here. Safe room here, yeah. But also, like, I will go ahead and switch our station to storm coverage. Don't you as ever well. worry you're going to die en route from your house to the station? There has been times. There okay. has been times. Uh, but usually I bring Penny along with me, so. Uh, she has the expectation of okay, storm weather's here, so we're uh, we're about to go for a ride, right, Dad? So I've been lucky with this with dogs 
especially our last several and the two we've got now. Uh, never afraid of storms, not afraid of fireworks. So, yeah, I know some dogs. Uh, fireworks is uh, yeah, it's uh, you know, my parents' traumatic deal. So yeah. yeah, my uh, so when I was a kid, we had a English Mastiff. His his name was Dara, and he was. I mean, you know how big English Mastiffs can get. They can get bigger like than you are now. Pounds. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he was deathly afraid of thunderstorms, though. And there was one point in time to where he actually, like, tore a window off of the frame <laughs> to get into our house because he was outside at the time uh, because of a thunderstorm. So... Yeah, I, I've had a, the experience of a dog that was terrified of thunderstorms, but what? currently my dog does not. I would say once he starts ripping the window apart, maybe just go open the door for him, all right? Uh, we Jeez, were, Drake. We were not home. Oh, okay. There was somebody that was supposed to be dog-sitting. They gotcha. were dog-sitting. That makes more sense. They were sleeping all the way upstairs, so, yeah. Um, <laughs> next up. <laughs> just let me in, you jerks! Yeah. Uh, getting a Setsman army checking back in. McGriddle didn't patty tweet yesterday indicating a possible Porter player. Portal player. Yes, yes. she did tweet yesterday. They did the uh, the boomer with the bombs and the uh, yeah. So. so there were two bomb emojis in there. So maybe two portal players coming. Everybody up this thinks weekend? Kelly Maxwell and uh, the Taryn Kern girl from Indiana were the two people. Think if there were two, that was the two names. Most people thought it was. Uh, a Maxwell indication, but we'll see. But if that came out later last night after she tweeted that, and I looked this morning, I haven't seen like a player uh, announcing yet or anything. So maybe that comes, like you said, maybe today or sometime this weekend. And she was uh, giving the hint there. Her and uh, uh, the 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 bombs and the uh, the looky here's gets people really excited. Oh so. yeah. Every, <laughs> yeah, everybody's uh, jacked about just. Sooner recruiting in general, regardless of sport yeah, right now. Yeah. Uh just tracing Patty's just mean in the portal too, by the way. If she gets both of those players, oh. I mean, it's just mean. Oh yeah. Come on, Patty. Uh, I mean Loki, <laughs> I will love uh Kelly Maxwell ending up at OU. Because, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Because I mean, you know Kenny Gajewski is just gonna be like Oh, goodness gracious. But then let's like, just let's just go get this second baseman from Indiana. She only hit 400 with 20 plus home runs. Right. So let's just go take yeah, her yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh that'll be fun. Um just Tracy and Burleson. I love coach. I really do, but my goodness, his answers are so dadgum long. I always forget what the original question was. <laughs> it was coach. A lot of close games when you were here in 99, then obviously 2000 happened. You guys win the national championship. Anything that you can take from that and give to your team uh, to help his motivation or, or lessons going forward. He answered that quickly, uh, Tracy, and then it was he went into punters and linebackers he and wanted, linemen. And I don't know how many names. Basically he everybody on the roster. <laughs> he, that is a man, as we mentioned earlier, there are some coaches that, you will ask them about position players, and they are so wrapped up in the day-to-day running of their program that they can't remember the dudes who even play linebacker for mm-hmm. them. Brent was running off every player on his roster there at the end of that answer. So that is not Brent Venables. He knows the dudes on his team and who's competing where. So, But it was just a question about the 99 team to 2000 team. 
Kendall wants to know on the text line, why did The Bachelor happen three weeks before the wedding? Um, When's it supposed to happen? It's normally yeah. three, four to three, three to four weeks, five yeah. weeks sometimes maybe. Yeah, I mean, it's about I, normal. That's pretty normal About anymore. a month out, yeah. I mean, there's some bachelor parties that still, like, I guess kind of the tradition is to do a night, like, a couple days before the wedding, but... No, no. Not You can't anymore. do that. Yeah. You need at least three weeks to recover. Uh, most guys... You've done like, the bachelor party, right? Yeah. Uh, anymore, it's turned into a whole weekend kind of thing. Parker is not going to indulge the way that I do at a bachelor party. Well, so I he mean, could have had like five hours and he would have been good to go. Give him uh, a time for a shower yeah, yeah, and get yeah, cleaned he, up. He, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> it depends on how many Olipops he had and whether or not he was too hopped up of on Olipops. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, anymore it's turned into a whole weekend thing for most bachelor parties. So That's true. So usually it's like at least a couple weeks out. So. What was, you, your, what was your bachelor party like? Uh, Vegas. Okay. Vegas, and they uh, took me to uh, – uh, me and uh, another guy did our bachelor party on the same weekend because we were getting married within a couple of weeks of each other, a month of each other. So we just did it all at once because we weren't going to go to Vegas twice, and it was the same group of friends. So we all went to Vegas. They took us both to uh, Smith & Wilinski Steakhouse. We got the glass room in the kitchen, like mob style. Mm-hmm. So you felt like you're in Goodfellas? Yes, which was awesome. Then they started ordering these three and four hundred dollar bottles of wine. At this time, we were not three and four hundred dollar. I'm not to this day a Sorry three and four hundred dollar bottle this, of this wine is, guy. I'm not a wine guy. Period. This, Much less at that cost. Give uh, me a box of wine. So they start ordering these bottles of wine, and then the check comes, and all these guys in their uh, mid twenties, late twenties, look at each other and go, "Uh oh." <laughs> and suddenly uh, me and Miles who it was our bachelor party are handing over money as well like what's going on here we're paying for our own dinner at our bachelor party we were supposed to have some other entertainment after that but uh, once they all paid for dinner everyone was broke it is it's like the the, <laughs> the ongoing quote from uh, Arrested Development that Job has I've made a huge mistake <laughs> Well, we get back and everybody's like, wait a minute, you go to Vegas for a bachelor party, dual bachelor party, and you don't go to a strip club? And we're like, no, we didn't. Everyone was broke after steaks and wine. <laughs> well, if there's, a, if there's a couple of guys that I know that were possibly there, they were probably very upset about that notion they, of not, they, not being able to go to the strip club. There were a lot of them upset, including the two bachelors. Now. We didn't care. We're like, ah, let's just go back to the casino and try to turn our $7.37 we have left into something. And that was gone quickly as well. So we all, we all basically sat around and uh, shared sandwiches and stuff for the next five days. But the food was outstanding. And to this for day, best wine I've ever had in my life. For that meal. You guys yeah. were probably eating at the same buffet from Vegas <laughs> vacation after that. People smuggling each other plates of food. Uh, oh, we'll you're... pay for one buffet. It's going to feed all ten of us. You're right. That's not chicken. This is. <laughs> Take a time out. T-Row in the morning show on The Ref. The Ref Radio Sports <laughs> Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. The check is how much? That's what they all said. (laughs) 
TJ, do you have any money? What do you mean do I have any money? Eh, here's my last hundred bucks. <laughs> and that was not enough. <laughs> that was not enough for a... Uh, I'm not going to say how much on the air the check was, but it was a lot. Um, we could have, uh, I could have gone on now a family vacation, I think, for that budget. So, uh, yeah. You could have done that entire bachelor party <laughs> at the cost of that. Especially back then with what oh, Vegas yeah. cost. Yeah. So, welcome back, everybody. Uh, TJ and Drake. Well, Drake, when is your bachelor party? You are also getting married soon. No, I'm no, no. That is that is not the come case. Come on, come on. You got to keep up with Parker. Uh, Tim Weiser. That, that, that's all the young guys around here. Connor's getting married in December too. That's right. On a Monday, apparently. Um, yes. And immediately I asked. I said, "Oh, wow, on a Monday, huh?" He said. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a lot hey, cheaper than smart uh, kid. It's, smart it's a lot kid. cheaper to get married at a venue on a Monday than it is <laughs> on a on a obviously weekend. we're Newcastle every Monday. I teased him when he said that. I said, "Oh, Newcastle Casino uh, wedding, huh?" Mm-hmm. He says, uh, "Yeah, that's, that's yeah, it. that's the place." <laughs> that's it. So, um, Drake and TJ with you. Toby on vacation. He is out in the uh, great state of uh, well. Better not say that. I was going to say the great state of California, but Teddy may come in here busting through the window like your 200-pound dog and uh, put me through a wall. So, right. Yeah. Uh, he's in the state the of California. And he would explain the uh, excessive amount of debt. that. Uh, That's right. That's the, right. Uh, Deputy Commissioner Tim Weiser sat down with uh, the KC Sports Network is who he was on when he answered this question. Some guys that are covering K-State. And they asked him what he thought uh, the decision behind Texas and Oklahoma going to the SEC was, and this is what Tim had to say yesterday uh, as he sat down with them. There was some decision-making that Texas, and certainly Oklahoma most recently, uh, made that maybe if I were in their shoes, I would have had to think about and consider. Uh, You know, I continue to maintain that the choice Texas made wasn't a financial one because – we all know what Texas resources are like. I think theirs was more about affiliating with a group of schools that on a given Saturday, they would rather get beat by Alabama than they would Kansas State <laughs> or Florida than Iowa State. Or, you know, that I think was really what was driving the way they looked out down the road. And in Oklahoma's case, I'm not as convinced that that was the issue for them. I think they were more of what I would call uh, the reluctant bride that kind of felt like, wow, if we don't go, what happens to the Texas OU football game, basketball, you know, all the things that we know from an OU and Texas standpoint are really important. So I kind of felt like if I was in Oklahoma's case, it would have been hard for me not to think about the long term and don't we want to be affiliated with Texas and now these other schools? I think time will tell. You can't say those things, right? Not in his position. If you're a coach, a player, you want to take a shot. Um, Even another media member that's there sitting with someone kind of just chopping it up, you can kind of throw that out there and joke about Texas. As deputy commissioner of the Big 12, like, I'm going to defend Texas here a little bit. You can't go with that angle. 
just makes you sound like ridiculous. Makes you sound petty. Petty and, and butthurt, as the term we used yesterday over some things with Bedlam. He's he's butthurt over it. Like to sit there and have that attitude and act like they're not going to the elite conference in the country and just because they are they're just going to become a, a rum dumb has been it's just ridiculous now well look texas has been down the last decade plus so you say what you want to about them and they have slipped and they have lost to a lot of teams over the the last 12 years or so since that, colt mccoy left kansas that they, they shouldn't have lost to they shouldn't be losing to kansas and some of these games that they've lost in conference but let's, again, let's not act like their brand still isn't bigger than anything you've got left in this conference. Have teams had more success? Has Baylor risen up? Yes. Has TCU had their pop for their season last year? Yes. Has K-State been more consistent? Absolutely. But, and then to throw that in there about Texas, who are Oklahoma, about they're just, you know, Texas is a little puppy dog and running along with Texas. They couldn't afford to lose that rivalry, so they just had to follow them in with the other, uh, the brand and other teams that they wanted. Well, yeah, they, him calling them a reluctant bride. A reluctant bride. Just absolutely ridiculous. Especially when, like, I don't know how Texas handled things when they were there and Sarkeesian and stuff. I didn't hear as much as obviously I did with Brent and how he represented himself. Brent started the whole thing yesterday talking about how great the Big 12 was, how he thought the leadership was doing some really good things with that conference, how he felt really positive for that conference going forward and what they were trying to build and do, and how uh, appreciative he was of the Big 12 and the good things that he saw coming for them. And then the deputy commissioner takes shots like that. I mean, it's just it's just a ridiculous way to approach that. and It's almost like he doesn't realize – that was going out, and the whole world would hear it. Yeah. Like, it was like he was sitting down with two dudes at that, a bar just cutting it up. That was a pre-social media action. Yes, yes. Pre-internet move of, oh, well, I can get away with this at, on this local station. Nobody will ever Coming from a guy in a position whose boss says they're the most cutting-edge conference there is, and they're going to gear to the younger demographic and be social media heavy and do all the things that they're going to do. And Brett Yormark's putting on concerts, and um, we're doing this digitally and all that. And then your commissioner goes and says things like that, well, like, as if no one's going to hear it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, the, the, the tinfoil cap in me wants to believe that this was greenlit by Brett Yormark, and, like, I can't say this. I want you to say this. Probably was. It probably was. Because he said things and walked the line mm -hmm. yesterday. Yeah. Or, I guess that was two days ago now for him, that you're like, mm, that was kind of a shot there. But note to Tim Weiser, as we mentioned earlier, you have no one of the brand of OU in Texas. It is going to... Highly, highly affect the profile of your conference, conference the second they walk out the door. Quit acting like OSU is on the same line as those two teams. Quit acting like K-State is or Iowa State is. They simply are not. You've got some good teams that will be competitive amongst each other because they're all built about the same level. 
which will make for some good games. Will you make an impact nationally on anything in the sport of football? To be determined. I'll credit you, TCU got to the national title game last year. I still to this day don't know how they did it. All this time has passed, and I still look back on that season and say, how did they get there? Credit them, they did it, but it's still a mystery to me. But don't act like you're not losing two pro high, high-profile programs here. And that OU's just tucking their tail and running along with Texas and has no national uh, brand and standing. Well, and also not acknowledging the failure of the Big 12 the last 15 years to build on the build momentum on them from the early 2000s into the mid-2000s. Right. So. Just a, it's like a stand-up comedy show. We'll be at uh, Bricktown Comedy Club later tonight, by the way. Tickets still on sale. Two shows. One at 7 o'clock, one at 9 o'clock. Go see Tim Weiser. Back after this on The Ref. Some say it's TJ's fault, but the name of the show is the T-Row in the Morning Show. So who's really to blame? You know? Final segment of Hour 2 of the T-Row of the Morning Show. Drake and TJ here with you today. T-Row living it up in the San Diego area. Sour the T-Row of the Morning Show is brought to you by Black Thunder Roofing. If you're looking for a roofing company in the state of Oklahoma, look no further than Black Thunder Roofing. They're your top-rated home advisor, elite service award winner, and recipients of multiple... Gosh, my thunder sound effects are yeah, so good. Yeah, it's great, isn't it? It doesn't sound like an explosion or anything. <laughs> just thunder. Uh, Angie Superior Service Award winners as well. They can do it all. They can give you a free estimate and an inspection of your roof and uh, whatever home damage you might have had during some of the recent storms. Give them a call. 405-473-8028 or visit blackthunderroofing.com today. Uh, before we uh, go to the text line, uh, we've got Sean there. You want to go to Yeah, him? let's get Sean in here because we only have a couple of minutes here in this segment. Good morning, Sean. Well, good morning, gentlemen. As usual, you guys are doing great work. Uh, oh, I real know. quick, I will see you, and you're humble. Um, <laughs> real quick, the two things that have struck me, uh, one, Mike Gundy, dude, if you're going to have chocolate brown hair, yes. get some just for men for the Santa Claus beard. You look like a 1970s two-tone station wagon. <laughs> what the heck? I mean, come on, dude. You're better than that. Although I say that, he tucks his sweatshirt into his pants. That is true. He does and do that. Deputy Commissioner of the Big 12, that's like being it's the like assistant. It's like droopy dog. Well, no, it's like being the assistant manager to 1970s Times Square peep show. I mean, come I, on, man. Oh, whoa. What are, you on, what, what are you on, cleanup crew down there? Oh, I mean, oh. hey, hey, hey. Bop and cement, it? just call us and cut save with Sean. Come on. <laughs> Who is this guy? I've never heard of him. How do you get this job? But he honestly looks just Kirk- like Tim Kirchkin. Like they could be like uh, separated at birth. So that tells you anything. Well, I don't understand the the theory that somehow Texas left and then a few months later, OU said, "Oh my gosh, can we come too?" Right. It's not how that went down. He knows that. He when is OU right when uh, Texas is going to go and lose to Florida sometimes and lose to Alabama. Sure. That's going to happen, and uh, he's correct. And, yes, 
it still will be more high profile than when they lose to Iowa yes, State yes. or Kansas you're, State. You're not helping your cause admitting that it's embarrassing to lose to your team. Yes. Right. And when OU and Texas leave, half that league is going to be former AAC and Mountain West teams. So stop it with the, with the narrative you're trying to spin here. There's a $60 million difference between what you're going to be getting and what OU and UT are going to be receiving. There's your driving force, dude. Mm-hmm. Not money, money, that anybody money. was afraid of anything or anybody didn't want to be a bride. Right. Anyway, I will say this. It's the first time we've ever known that Big 12 had a deputy commissioner. That's right. What an amazing job. <laughs> hey, thanks, guys. Great show. See you, Sean. My apologies. You got a little raunchy there. Uh, and no, BFC, that does not give you permission to call in. Uh, daily draft coming up next. Sports team logos. Not theme logos. Not non-team logos. Drake would like you all to know that. The Daily Draft no, brought to you by... I want you to know that. Brought to you by Carter Jennings Law coming up next. T-Row in the morning show on The Ref.